Hey, welcome to this new podcast called Table Talk Theology. And I'm your host, Kelby Sansom, and with my wife and co-equal, Morgan Sansom. And I used to have another podcast called Reconcile Radio, but we had some difficulties with that. But now we have a new one, the first episode. And what do we start off with? is we'll be talking about tonight is what is evangelism. Well, first off, the Greek word is euangelion, which is strong coordinates meaning to declare, to bring good tidings, and to preach the gospel. It occurs three times in the New Testament. One of them is which is 2 Timothy 4, 5, which states, But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. But I'm going to ask, we're going to discuss three questions in particular. And um, I'm going to ask Morgan these questions first and I'll answer second. So the first question about evangelism is, is evangelism simple or hard? What do you think? I think it's both. I think it's simple in the actual what you're supposed to do go into all the world and preach the gospel like that sounds simple just go in, out and tell people about jesus basically but it's hard because everybody has reservations it will offend people personally i'm very shy and i don't like going up and talking to people so how do you in your own way how do you evangelize Mostly kids. I feel more comfortable with kids. I teach kids dance and I can do it there. Or I teach kids Sunday school and I can do it there just in regular. That's I'm it. surrounded by a lot of kids. So that's an interesting thought. Um, so whenever you're in the dance studio, how do you how do you have the opportunity to talk about Jesus to these kids? Like, Do they ask you questions or, or do they see you dance and they hear the music and they are getting concerned? How, how, what springs about these gospel conversations? There's, is there anything like that that spreads about in your dance studio? Um, probably a lot of it stems from music choices that I use. I use a lot of like Christian music or hymns and the kids will ask questions about that. But sometimes just like questions they have about like everyday life kind of things. I would say that's a good thing to be able to definitely be able to evangelize to kids first because their mind absorbs like a sponge and usually you can uh, teach them and um, be monitored by that. Mm -hmm. So that's good that you're able to do that. And of course, you know, I love you for that always. Not just so they can hear it on the podcast. but I would say also, I mean, okay, so you said it's simple in that regards, but because you just simply, because the Word of God simply tells you to go. I mean, because the Word of God is basically simple. It may be hard, but it's simple. But now, evangelism, why is it hard? Why do you think it could be hard? I think different people have different reasons why it's hard. There's a lot of different reasons that it could be hard for you. Rather, you don't want to offend people. You get scared to talk to them. I think everybody has different reasons for why it's hard. I think that be scared is definitely a, a result of the fear of man. Yeah. Or it could be a stem of your a um, uh, scared in, in within your faith yourself. Yeah. Um, 
um, scared to say something wrong. Right. Yes, and you're not going to get the next opportunity to do it, mm -hmm. or we're afraid that we may blow it and we we lose our witness. Yeah. But I think we can talk more about that later on while in it. But um, is there any other thoughts you have about probably that other than anything else you want to add to that question about being simple or hard, maybe or? I don't think so. I think okay. I. That's what I wanted. Okay, so yes, and I would say to both, I agree with you to both. It's simple, I think, because you are eager to do good and be faithful to the Lord, and your confidence confides in Him. You trust and have faith, He's pleased with you. As Scripture says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But we know also in 1 Peter 3 uh, 12 through 13, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attended to their prayer. But the uh, face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But I, I would say that's my short, def short reasoning of why it's simple, um, because you desire to do good, and you desire to learn of God, to know Him, to be equipped. And that's where I think if you keep going at it, you know, evangelizing, I think you eventually get better at it as you grow. But, and um, I would say also it's hard because not everyone's going to receive the gospel. Um, I told you when, um, when we got in this, this evening that I was listening to a podcast and um, about why would the gospel is so offensive. And you can look up uh, uh, the on Facebook or Instagram called Right Response Church and they have a podcast on why the gospel is offensive. And what they were talking about is in scripture, it says that is the gospel is foolish to those who are perishing. So the, to the people who don't want to receive it, they think the gospel is either, in other words, stupid. Or when you look at this passage of scripture, and we can read in, which I have wrote down here on my phone, that 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 through 17, it says, But thanks be to God, who is, who is Christ." in Christ always leads us in triumph uh, possession, procession and through us spread the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved among those who are perishing. To the one a fragrance from death to death and to other a fragrance from life to life who is sufficient to do these things. We are not like as many peddlers of God's word but as men of sincerity. A commission by God in the sight of God we speak in Christ. So I think that is to say that it's hard because it's foolish to people who don't want to hear it and it's an aroma of death they don't want to hear it. They think it's not worth listening to. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's hard to evangelize. And I think the more we understand that of the world that they're blinded by the things of this world and they're blinded by the truth, um, then that's, gonna, that's why it's going to be hard. But moving on to the second question, um, as again, you would start off, why should we, I'm sorry, question, sorry, I misread the question. Who should we evangelize to? Um, everyone. I think all Christians should be evangelizing to the people around them. I think everybody has different strengths for different people that they can talk to easier, but I think everybody has somebody that they can evangelize to. Can you maybe elaborate, if you could, maybe more on that, um, about, like, their, your strengths? Like, for example, you, dance. Would you yeah. consider that to be a strength? And that's specifically where, or for me, for example, 
that's not my expertise yeah. of dance, but you can use that to what God's given you as that gift. Yeah. And and to edify other Christians, but also you're using that to um, minister the gospel to children mm-hmm. who don't know Jesus. Yeah. So that's good on your part. Where on my part, it's easier for me to preach the gospel on a platform, much less uh, probably in my life, mm-hmm. um, from what I see. Yeah. Um, but I would say that's some, um, but I guess depends on your crowd and depends upon your gifts yeah. is who we evangelize to. But I would also like to argue that also that um, whoever God puts in your life as a divine appointment for you to meet, that is an opportunity there to share the gospel. Yeah. So, but I would also agree with you there too. Uh, it depends on your gifts, so forth, like I was saying, and, um, and how you tell the lost about Jesus. The Bible does say that, and he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. Which, before I want to explain real quick here, apostles, that's not a definition of the day. Apostle is somebody who has seen the risen Christ. And there, that's no longer a office to, um, to be filled today. So, um, you may be called to be a pastor. And to, and if lost people come into your church, that's your opportunity to evangelize and to talk to them about Jesus. Or you could be a teacher, and your job is you can teach those who don't understand the gospel. You're called to be a teacher. Um, but um, I think we're all, regardless, called to evangelize in some way, shape, or form to tell others about Jesus. Yeah. So, I guess the last question now, and... Uh, for anyone who's listening, give Morgan a hand because she's doing a really great job as her first time doing this podcast for how shy she is. But uh, I love her and I'm honored that she's my co-equal on this. And so, the third question is, is there a certain method to evangelize or bring um, the Word of God to a lost and dying world? Um, I don't think there's like one certain method. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can do it. I think you need both truth and love when you're giving the gospel. You have to love somebody enough to tell them the truth. You can't just love them and avoid any kind of sin in their life and just give them the love part of the gospel. You have to also give them the truth and let them see their sin so then they can turn from their sin to the Savior you don't recognize that you're a sinner then you can never have the savior amen uh again and always as i do agree with you and this is not just so my listeners can say well you have to agree with everything your wife says uh my wife she's definitely very much um biblical i would consider days really she's a lot more biblical than i am and she has a lot of biblical knowledge to offer and a wise uh, woman and um, be good mentor ladies out there I would say but I would say that I mean yeah there could be um, if in the Christian world there is people like Jeff Durbin from Apologia Church and the way he uses somehow logic and apologetics and and how he talks about the gospel and it seems to work for him then there's Ray Comfort who likes to talk about in a sense morality through I guess using the commandments um, to show like a mirror and that they would show the gospel too but he would speak to them truth and love as well 
But these are people that you can also look on YouTube. If you ever are feel the call to be evangelist, to be a some sort of street preacher, I would encourage you to look up these type of people. Living Waters from Ray Comfort and Apology at Church from Jeff Durbin. That's just my partake. But I would also agree with you too. Speak the truth first in love. Second, with gentleness and respect. But I want to explain the, that word of the love. Because it's not, it doesn't mean um, tolerance. It means intolerance, what God defines as sin. This love that is defined in that text, which was in Ephesians, I was looking at it earlier, don't quote me on it, but I know it's in Ephesians. That word that's used in that text is the word love in a sense, agape, which is self-sacrificing. Um, so if I were not to bring the truth in love, I would not be self-sacrificing enough. I would be selfish to not bring the gospel or tell the truth. It would not be loving of me. It'd be self-sacrificing of you to bring the gospel and speak the truth in love. But I also like to add, you can't speak the truth until you first put off your old self because we cannot live in the world of sin and expect to preach the gospel when they people know you and for, act intimately know you and expect you, them to to hear your message when you're not even convinced of your own message yeah. and you're not changed by it. And so those are just my thoughts on that. But my guess if there's anything, that was all three of the questions, but I've, before we end this, I'd like to ask if Morgan, if you have any final thoughts about evangelism or what we've been talking about. Um, I used to when I would hear like go into all the world and preach the gospel I used to get really overwhelmed because I was like you have to say it to every single person you meet so I wouldn't do it at all because I would be like oh this I'm not telling it to this person or this person or that person so just be intentional about the people you do share with you cannot at all like it's not possible to say it to every single person you meet but be intentional about the people that you do choose and do it more often than not you can't go a year without sharing the gospel. You need to be doing it actively. Amen. I think that's definitely a great word to hear for other Christians. And um, and uh, it's always encouraging to me. And um, so my final thoughts are, I would say, share the gospel because you love people who Christ died for. Yeah. And I would also say, lastly, you may think you need to make friendships with this world and some and somehow make friends with them hang out with them a lot before you can win the right to tell them about christ but scripture tells us in matthew 28 and like you said all authority of heaven on earth has been given to me that's what jesus said but here's the thing jesus died so that we can have that right to tell people about the gospel but let that also let me give you something else to think about too if you are hated or even mocked or ridiculed because what you believe in in the gospel jesus warns us of this as well if they hated him you will be hated as well that's a warning but also a promise from god that it will happen it takes courage but i like to also add as a last word encouragement that in that great commission he says lo i'm with you even to the age so Pause on that maybe and think of that Christ is always with you, never leave you or forsake you. If he does, how could he be God? 
Hold him to that word, his word that he will never leave or forsake you. He's trustworthy and he's never leave or forsake you. He's going to help you through this and equip you to be an evangelist. But I guess that's my final thoughts. Any other last thoughts before we close? No. All right. Well, you heard it from here, folks. This was Table Talk Theology. Y'all have a great night.